500 metres to go. Snapper led from in second. Rock and Horse front page. In Secrets only two off the lead. Private Eye back to the inside with Bella Nipatina. Coming up the outskirts, the astrologist Marzu and I wish I win is the widest. Plenty of hopes. In Secret took the front. 250 metres to go from front page. Private Eye. Then I wish I win the outside. In Secret the leader. 100 metres to go. Lofty Strike is flashing down the outside. But it's the filly. In Secret holding on. In Secret won the new market. In Secret from Lofty Strike and I wish I win. They were followed by Private Eye or Marzu from Buena Noche's The Astrologer's front page. Back behind them, Chain of Lightning, Rock and Horse, September Run. A Gap Bella Nipatina swats that Star Patrol baller and Snapper was one of the last. What a sensational filly she is. That was only her ninth race start yesterday. It was her sixth win. And down the straight, she's been there twice, two for two. Won the Kilmore Group one last year the, the uh, for the three-year-olds and, of course, the new market yesterday. Yeah, she's the queen of Flemington, or the Flemington straight, isn't she? Uh, that was superb and everything's thrown in the mix with the, the late jockey alteration. Uh, it was just a magnificent moment for everyone involved. Well, it was a crazy few hours leading up to the new market with Jamie falling. Vin Cox now joins us at this point. Firstly, Vin, congratulations to to Godolphin on In Secret's win. We'll talk about that shortly, but as we've just been talking about, uh, a, a lot of um, dramatic moments within probably an hour or two uh, before the race with, with Jamie falling in the size produce. Yeah, good morning, David. Good morning, Ben. Yes, it was um, you know quite, um, quite uh, dramatic, as you suggest, uh, and very unfortunate for both um, Jamie Carr and, and Craig Williams. Um, you know, the, the biggest problem we had uh, was was finding a rider at 50, to, to ride at 51 and a half. There were uh, riders that weren't engaged in the new market, but, but there aren't many that can get down to that weight. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're hoping that um, that Jamie and, and, and Willow are back to the race course very, very soon, obviously, and um, it was just unfortunate for them. Such an unflappable effort from Dean Holland, wasn't it? I mean, gets a late call up, spends, you know, a bit, little bit of time going through videos with, with James and, and talking tactics and whatever. Um, but, I, I, look, I don't know what, you know, if you heard what I said before we came on air, but afterwards he was magnificent as well, very much saying, look, my thoughts are with the fallen jockeys and, and you know, I just happen to be, you know, man on the spot. I don't want to yahoo and carry on. I, I thought his performance, you know, before the race, in the race and after the race was just simply yeah. magnificent. Oh, magnificent is the word. Uh, just, just very gracious uh, in in you know the fate, twisted fate that he ended up on the horse and, and unfortunate circumstances and, and great for him to, to have that win. But um, but he's fully cognizant of, of why he ended up in the saddle and um, but he did just a magnificent job, just cool as you like. Um, uh, you know I don't know him at all and um, from what I understand I was not the, at the races yesterday, but. Um, James would have schooled him pretty well leading in before he, before he threw him on. And that's an important point to, to discuss or, or speak about because all of a sudden you're riding for a premier stable on a leading chance in a Group 1. And as you're well aware, Vin, the, the operation there at Godolphin in terms of preparing horses for races, analysing races with speed maps and videos, and we know Dominic Byrne plays a very... A very important role in that operation. This young uh, gentleman's got to process a lot in a very short period of time. 
Oh, he does, and and um, and, and then, yeah, that's part part of James' success, no doubt, is that all this work that that is going on in the background and analysing the races. It, each race, any horse that we start in any race, there's there's a lot of thought that's gone into it. We don't we don't put them in there. Uh, for a hit and hope, generally, I'm not saying we never do it, but but largely we're, we're there that we think we're a very legitimate chance and going to run a very good race. So um, we were quite confident um, about the new market. She, the in secret, was in the race very well, 51 and a half, and um, it's a handicap, and and that gave us that that opportunity to to be very competitive. So. Um, yeah, you know, uh, James and, and, and Dom do a lot of work doing those speed maps and, and working out where every horse is going to be. And, and generally, they get it pretty right. Sometimes I wonder if it, we can get we can overanalyse things and, and just let things play out. But um, but no doubt, uh, all that intel in the background um, that certainly helped um, in Secret Victory yesterday. What's the future for Avin? Is there any chance at all she could, obviously we're thinking, think, you know, all going well, Anime will go overseas to Royal Ascot. Is there any chance that she could race overseas as well or will, will you know, things be geared towards, you know, the, the, the spring and potentially an Everest? Um, probably not. We, we did talk about it earlier in the year um, that she might be a candidate to put on the plane. Um, we'll get to the TJ Smith unlikely she's only a three-year-old there's there's um lots of avenues we can go down and i heard chris wallace say yesterday um if you look after three-year-old fillies they'll look after you into the future after um zoo gotcha one so um fairly wise words from somebody that's had a lot of luck with some very very prominent mares she got into clear space probably a, a fair way out we, we know at flemington it's quite a unique racing situation where it's not essential but it's it's desirable to get cover in that gap open like i know sometimes jockeys curse they they can't get a run but the run came for her probably earlier than maybe even what dean wanted that's why i thought uh, the credit of the win or the merit of the win was she sustained that great turn of speed after really being left in front of a long way from home yeah i think um I think we all thought that that we might have got to the lead a bit early, even even Dean. But um, but that you know when the when the run presented, I guess he had to go. And um, in the background, seemingly um, James and and Sean Keogh, who were on course, had said to to Dean, make sure you count to ten. And Sean, in in his post race in house uh, video uh, um, uh, voice recording said, did you get to 10? He said, oh, I might have got to 8. <laughs> so so um, we, we had a little bit of a chuckle around that um, uh, privately. But, um, yeah, so, um, look, she put them to the sword very quickly and she was very dominant and, uh, you know, she she had it in a keep in, a long way from home. Is it, is it a legitimate statement to make that 1,200 metres is, A, her most effective distance and may be her outer limit because we've seen her go to that 1,400 twice in the Golden Rose and then in the Surround, and uh, she was very good, but she got beaten. Yeah, and what you hit on there is is is, is, is very right. Uh, the 1,400 at the elite level against the, the very, very good horses might be just a touch beyond her. Uh, you know, she can clearly get it, um, but you know, against the, the proper ones, uh, might, she just finds another one. Now, what about next Saturday, Vin? Could be a massive day for you. You've got Cylinder, the Golden Slipper well, favourite, Pericles, yeah. the Rosal Guinea's favourite, Animo, of course, the George Ryder Stakes favourite. Uh, I know seven days is a long time in racing, but gee whiz, you've got some nice chances next Saturday. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm very much hoping you're going to make a nine o'clock booking for next next Sunday morning. <laughs> to have a conversation. We'll lock you in. <laughs> so yeah, look, it's a big day on Saturday. Um, it's a very exciting day. Big, big, big races that are very key for our organisation. Animo and Golden Mile will go in the George Ryder, um, where you know, Animo's back to his really brilliant best and probably possibly racing as well as he's ever raced. Uh, and certainly probably better, really. Um, we're very excited about the Golden Slipper. Uh, Cylinder's uh, current favourite, and he was very, very strong last week, and he's a two-year-old we've had a very high opinion of all the way through, and he's proving that um, in, the, in the autumn. Uh, we'll also start Barber. Uh, he'll have a little spin round tomorrow um, in a trial, and we'll probably start exploring the Brazen Bowfilly. Um, and then the, the two rods ran yesterday. I'm not, I doubt we'll run any of those. Uh, we'll have Andermatt in the Galaxy, um, and he's not without hope. He's a, he's a, he'll have a very light weight, and um, it's probably fortunate that Mickey D's got the booking because we might have looked for Dean um, if we didn't have uh, already <laughs> didn't have a, a, a booking at this stage. But um, so we're, we're hopeful that he might run, and then Pericles is sitting on top of the market at the race or Guinea. So it all looks very attractive sitting here this week, but we know what can happen on a, on a race course on a Saturday and um, we never go with any expectation. We, we, we always go hoping that it's going to pan out the way we want to pan out and we, we're, we're fully cognizant of the fact that it doesn't always work that way. Just take us behind the scenes with the decision to run Animo in the rider rather than the Ranvid. It caught a, a few of the racing pundits by surprise. They they would have thought that the Ranvid would have been the choice. What was the What was the background to making that final decision? Uh, the, 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 the background of that was around having him cherry ripe for Royal Ascot over a mile. And um, just to keep, to quote James, to keep the speed in his legs, uh, going to the, to the George Ryder over 1,500 metres rather than stretching out to a mile and a quarter of the roundabout. Uh, our intention at this stage is to go through the Queen Elizabeth to 2,000 metres. So rather than having two runs over the 2,000 metres, and um, I won't say, you know, just, yeah, it, it, it's a more of an extended gallop or race. So James just felt it might be better to keep that sharpness, have one run at the 2,000 metres. Then there's, a, I think, it's something like 10 weeks freshen up, <laughs> inverted commas, um, into, the, into the Queen Anne over a mile. Fair enough. Uh, interesting comments there. Just one final question before we go. I'm going back to In Secret. We know that TJ Smith is locked in. It's a great assignment for her, the, the first day of the championships. Uh, she would be a logical choice for Godolphin for the Everest, would she not? Uh, well, you know, she's obviously an, an elite sprinter. So um, it's a long way off and, and we tend not to make a decision on the Everest until we're hard up against the race. And um, But uh, she's He's well and truly on top of the list, no question. No doubt at all. Good on you, mate. Thanks. Uh, congratulations for yesterday. Thanks for this morning, and we hope to talk to you next week. And so am I. Don't worry about that.